two men so fine that in public they often get confused with John Stamos and John Candy. With voices so smooth they could tame even the meanest 48-year-old Kansas Cougar. Your hosts of the Cowboy Mafia Podcast, Anthony Lucia and Brad Narducci. What it is, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting and somewhat entertaining. No, it will be entertaining. Entertaining episode with Anthony Lucia, Brad Narducci. This is Cowboy Mafia, and we are so excited and thankful to have a true legend of the game. You're not you're not gonna do the normal thing where like you break down and let her know what mafia means. That way she's knowing what she's getting herself yeah, into. So here. just so you know, to our guest who I will not reveal yet. She made a face like she's a little scared. Well, if you think about Cowboy Mafia, it can be daunting because you're like organized crime. However, the word mafia is a closed group of people in a particular field having a controlling influence. That's a derivative of the word. First thought, people are like, swim with the fishes, kill people, things like that. But that's not this. Yeah. No deaths. Yet. I should have looked into this before <laughs> I agreed to this. Anyways, you have a controlling influence, and in, in my humble opinion, she is truly one of the greatest there's ever been, there ever will be, the Mountain Rushmore of, of women's rodeo, of professional rodeo, Jackie Crawford, 23-time world champion, 23 times. Not Michael Jordan, Mm-mm. not TB3. Mm-mm. The only one even close to her is Trevor Brazil. Yeah. and that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 23, so 25 years. 25 years you've been doing this? Has it been that long? No, I'm asking. <laughs> I don't know. How old am I? Old, I don't know. I don't know. We're not, not going to ask long that long question. It's a long time at this point, yeah. Well, what I always say is I say for over two decades, she has been one of the most dominating females to ever live. Okay. That's what I say. So roughly like that. over yeah. two decades. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost... Thank you so much for being on this. This is so fun. And we have only had two other guests that were ladies. They were barrel racers. So you are, Jackie, just like you were the first breakaway breakaway roper to ever split the bonus of the American. You're the first breakaway roper on Cowboy Mafia podcast. How fun. That's pretty cool. That is cool. cool. I mean, it's not a world title, but it's a notch in the belt. If you want to add it to your WPRA bio, I can call Ann (laughs) Blaker. That's fine. And she can add it in. Yeah, if you want. I it's appreciate up, that. It's up to you. I appreciate that. You could also put us down as your favorite podcast that you <laughs> don't, don't listen to. Even though she just said she never <laughs> listens to podcasts. But your husband has a podcast yeah, now. Yeah. Charlie Crawford yeah, podcast. He's doing great and loving it. And yeah. Yeah. That's and a driven honestly, guy. Honestly, as I got in here to do this, I realized that he's asked me to do his. And I still haven't done it. And I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. Oh, That's a win. That's a win. Yeah. Love when, Charlie. When did you say this is coming out? I may need to in hurry two up. weeks. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's knock Get one out. Done. Hurry. Get this done. Yeah, we're at this, just to put everything in context, we're at San Antonio, Stock Show and Rodeo, and Jackie just competed the last three performances, and we are kind of gearing up for the American that's coming up, and it'll be a week after this is released. And so I just want to kind of want to go back almost a year ago to that moment when you realized, because you had the million... You had the 1.1 million one, and then that yeah. damn Ty Harris. <laughs> damn Ty Harris. <laughs> I swear. I was down there in the greatest reaction, like you were standing back there, and you were watching, and you were kind of happy, and then you were like, 
Wait, no. No, no. Oh, come on, man. No, what are you? It's definitely oh. the most money I've ever seen just taken away right before my eyes. Just five hundred thousand. Five hundred grand. Just but like still, that. to win six hundred thousand dollars in one day is that not crazy? That's insane. Even saying it, like we've said it however many times, but just saying it is mind blowing. You know, it's funny because I look back and my mom actually sent me some articles the other day, the old newspaper clippings and stuff, and I remember going back. I, don't, I, I guess I was in college and I went to the U.S. calf roping was the biggest thing going. U.S. calf ropings were like the biggest ultimate yeah, they thing. They had the numbers and yep, stuff. Yep, they yeah. had the number system and they had a breakaway. And their finals was like the big thing. And I went and won the semifinals and turned around and won the finals the next day. First time this ever happened, $6,000. I'll never forget the number. $6,000 I won over those two days in a trailer. Never oh, thought I'd see anything well, like that again. More than that, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, like it was a little three-horse bumper pool deal. Yeah. But still, that was the biggest thing Breakaway had ever seen, the biggest payout, all that stuff. And then to think, fast forward, and now it's 660000 was the total Wow. Check. Wait, you, like, what was the other sixty from? Being cool. <laughs> We're just going to give you this because you're a badass. Six, so half a million, and then it, the 100,000, uh-huh. and then there was 30, six, maybe it was 30,000 throughout the Oh, the week, yeah. You know? wow. Yeah, the, you know, yeah. the contender, because you were the, the contender series. Basically, the contender series throughout wow. the week and one another 30, yeah. So what is, did, when you, they handed you the check, did they hand it to you or did they send it to you? Or it's got to be a direct deposit. Was it a direct deposit? deposit? No, I, I picked it up. And I literally remember taking it to the bank, and I take this check to the bank, and it's a super windy day. And oh, I'm like, I have oh to snap to, and I'm like, goodness. please, as I, I pull up because I won't even go. I pull up right to the one that's next to the window, you know. You I'm did like, drive through. You didn't oh, go in. I did. Yeah, I did. Which was, which was terrifying because I'm like, please go in there and don't blow out. Imagine that phone call. <laughs> Hello, uh, American Rodeo. Yeah. You need you to cancel that check and write me a new one. Yeah. What happened? happened? Please. The wind. The wind. The wind. Got it. The wind. After all that, imagine the being the, got me. the teller that sees Jackie all the time and she's cashing these ten, twenty thousand dollar checks yeah. and just deposit this. Place. What accounts would Whoa. you like this to go into? Yeah. Or would you like to buy the bank? How long did they have to hold that check? Being that large. Honestly, I can't remember. I I want to say they released like fifty of it right away, and then the rest was. I don't know. I can't. Remember. I can't wrap my head around that. That's so unbelievable. You know what I would do, and this is maybe just human nature of somebody who <laughs> came from nothing. Cash. I, I would have cash it. <laughs> after it hit my account, I'd be the guy that's constantly checking, like, <laughs> open up the Wells Fargo app. Look. Oh, wow. I did. You know, I'd put my face ID on my phone so that I could get to it quicker. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And I, for the first time in my life, of course, I've very humble background that Anthony's seen but like came from nothing yeah and um you know not that we have a ton now but sure, <laughs> we have some and so um I for the first time in my life invested in stocks there you go I put you some did. in stocks yeah Good we we've invested in several rental properties and things but That's I finally great. put some money in stocks I'm like okay here's my long-term thing yep. 
I should, a person like me should never have that because <laughs> or have the ability to go in and look at it. I literally check it every, every day, every, every single yeah. day, you know, and it's so frustrating. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. It went down. I lost a hundred dollars. <laughs> like, what the heck? And they say like, well, the retirement one, just put it in and don't yeah, look at don't it. Don't yeah. look at it. I was going to say, Bates, at it. when Bates. Brandon Bates oh, told us, he got, yelled at us. He was so mean when he said he this. He was mean. He was like, why aren't you guys investing money? You guys both do well. Why are you not investing money? Think about 25 years down the road. You still want to be doing this? Yeah. We're like, okay, first off, calm down. Second off, like, don't yell at us. <laughs> Speak to us as friends. And so he literally says, put it in there. Don't look at it. And granted, I put in 6000 for me, 6000 for my wife every day. Every day I look at it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, can't, you can't help it. It's making me a bit you, nauseous at this point. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not real happy with my choices, to be <laughs> honest six, with you. Well, I'm not supposed to look at it, but it's like you invest in something. You want to yeah. see what it's You want to see how it's doing, yeah. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah. I mean, and do you know how... So I did try to hide a lot of it from myself, but yeah. we did some things. Like I finally got arena lights so I can rope at night, nice. you know, and built a hay barn and so things like that. So you're never in your house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my husband swore to that for the longest time that if he allowed me to get lights that... He could have an entire another family, and I'd never know. <laughs> so I wasn't allowed to get lights forever. But then, see, he retired and spent some uh -huh. summers in Texas, oh, and yeah. now he understands the yeah. light thing. So we got lights and, and the hay bar and stuff, but we invested. Like I said, we put paid some property and just paid cash for it. And so it's not like I have all that money at right. my fingertips now because we've tried to invest it. We're basically hiding That's it, so hiding smart. it from myself. That's such a non-rodeo cowboy thing to do. Do you know oh how hard gosh. though? When I found a horse the other day, it was not to go pull that money oh, out of those stocks and be like, "But I really need this horse, <laughs> and this horse is tangible, and I can look at it every day, and I can pet it, and I can ride it." <laughs> Makes some money. Nope. I finally, I just, I, it was so close, and I just didn't do it. Like, you didn't buy any horses with it. Oh yeah, I bought yeah. horses. Oh. Yeah, I definitely bought horses. How many did you buy? Um, Can you count? Can you count that? <laughs> Let's see. Ten. Carry the two. <laughs> yeah. um, what was what was the like when the money hit your account and you your bank rolling half a mil plus? What was the first thing that that was like a, a big purchase? What was the, your biggest purchase first? You know, well, the biggest. I did buy a couple horses first. I did do that, but. I had wanted this stupid vacuum cleaner that <laughs> I did. I had wanted it. And it what? vacuums on its own. No. Yeah. Oh, and it comes in. Yeah. I did. And I've been <laughs> so excited. So I immediately ordered this vacuum cleaner that would go around my house and clean it up and go dump itself and yada, yada, yada. And so that was, yeah, that was that the first was, thing. That was, I was okay. so stoked, too. That was, was. Like, that was the one you were like most excited about was the vacuum? That's the first thing I bought. Yeah. That's I was so pumped. What's so funny is I was literally about to say, like, what you, like, we all have, like, I want to buy a Rolex. If I ever won that much money, I want to buy a Rolex. Rolly. I want to buy yep. an $18,000 Rolex and not care. Like, it's a watch. It's mm -hmm. stupid. This is Gucci. I know you're seeing it. It's not 18000 It's a nice watch. But that's the not one even thing. Close. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. This yeah, is a uh, nice no, watch. No. You know that? It is a nice watch. You know that. Um, <laughs> But I was about to ask, what was the one thing, like, that you wanted, and I think you just answered it. Yeah, you wanted that fancy I wanted that vacuum. Stinking vacuum. Yeah. And has it lived up to the no, expectation? No, I sent it back. <laughs> <laughs> I sent it back within like a week. It kept getting stuck under my cabinets. It was ticked. What yeah. a dumb vacuum! It was such a stupid vacuum. I haven't even replaced it with any of them. <sighs> yeah. But you got your money back. I did. Did yeah. you reinvest yeah. that money in something? Fun? In horses. In, in horses. horses. Horses are my drug. Like, seriously, like that is my 
drug of choice as yeah. horses. And it takes, I hide them from my husband all the time. Like I do. He's like, keep, I keep them at other places. And <laughs> like, I'll stick them out there in pastures. And then, like, if you ask about them, I'm like, dude, we've had that one forever. It's been like, here. It's how not do even... you not know that? You know, yeah, are you whatever. serious? Yeah. I, I, I seriously, I, I, it's an addiction. It really is. That's, that's, that's so funny because that's such a, a horse girl. You're that you're you're the horse girl. 100%. You want all the horses. I want all of them. Every <laughs> one of them. Every one of them. Is it just is it broke horses? Is it seasoned horses or is it like it potentials? Matter. It anything? doesn't matter. Doesn't it's matter. like whatever you can They got get four your, hooves. Whatever you can get in your veins. Like that is it. <laughs> like I will take that. If it's I like it, deal. I want it. Yeah. Any of it. And that can be a profitable investment sometimes. It can. <laughs> and then it can also like I seriously I won that money and then I had so many things go wrong in the horse side that I, if I told you all the stories, it would just take a while. Like we might do this whole podcast <laughs> of the vet bills that I've paid this Ooh, year yeah. <clears throat> and the money that was lost on horses this year. I mean, yeah. without exaggerating, I bet I, I guarantee you over 75,000 lost Ooh, in vet wow. bills and horse. Like, you hearing that Lisa? Lisa's, <laughs> I just want you to know. Yeah. That's don't do it. Lisa. It's not going to help. You're that's, not helping. Yeah, yeah no. she's still going to do it because I'm still going to do We're it. We're into too. breeding <laughs> horses now, so that's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. not fun. Any cool all. breeds coming out? Uh, we we found out today that Lisa's good barrel horse is pregnant, so that's oh, fun. That's exciting, exciting news. Yep. Uh, yeah. So that was we'll see now in a year and a half, three actually probably three years now what that horse will actually be. Yeah. So that's yeah. It's Have only you done three any, years any breeding? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's oh. a whole nother story. I've oh I've God. tried to do it three times, and all three broodmares have died. Oh, oh my it's God. a terrible. I see. It's that's sad. So I don't want to talk about it, but <laughs> like at the yeah. same time, it this they gonna, uh, over take, different things. Take a little break. We'll be I'm telling right you, back. this is <laughs> Brad is traumatized right now. I wish you could What's see the, his face. The happy side of cowboy mafia. <laughs> These horses were not whacked, by the way. They were just... They were not. It was they died freak. of natural causes. Natural causes. It was freak incidences, I swear. Oh, my god, That sucks. Yeah, and I'm... I hate to see that. But here's the deal. When this stuff happens, I am the softest-hearted person towards animals. Yeah. I will refuse. Like, I won't put one down. Even if it's the smartest thing to do, mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. spend all the I money... I want to save it. To try. To save. To try. And this is why I've lost so much money for things that are now yard ornaments that's also and, commendable but i also like i can't make i cannot do that i cannot say oh well if you're not usable for me you know yeah i, I just man that's I'm terrible that's I'm, I'm no terrible. that's not i'm terrible, terrible in that sense that people don't understand it but that's my heart won't let me do it it's compassion it's compassion mm-hmm. well and i think that's something because you come across as such a fierce competitor like in every arena that you compete in whether you're team roping whether you're breakaway roping it's like I I wouldn't have known that I would have been like, hey, can't win me money, goodbye horse. My, See ya. My friends call me the PETA president. <laughs> I saved a litter of mice when I was little. You did? I swear to goodness. That's so nice. No, like I'm I'm a not litter kidding. of mice. I'm not kidding. Like I seriously, I will save or try to save anything, anything. Snakes. I'm. No. <laughs> okay. We found not a snake. We, we found, found the Achilles one, heel here. Literally Baby snake else. crossing the road late I at hate night. Sna- run him over. Hate what? Snakes. Venomous or not venomous? Unvenomous or in? No, I'm gonna let it go. Unfamous. I don't know. Venomous. Yeah. Hate them. Yeah, they're gross. Snakes. Snakes are just icky. That's why I live in Montana. We don't have 
snakes. Don't you guys have rattlesnakes? Uh, like eastern Montana. But I live up I live up in the mountains. Like, oh, okay. Beautiful, yeah. Snakes don't like the altitude. No. The I, snow I, probably not. I think it gets too cold, yeah. It gets okay. too cold. That's fair. Well, we live in Texas. There's plenty of I there. know. I know. Copperheads. Cool. Yeah. Anyways, we're not talking about this. Terrible. Yeah, can we? It's gross. Uh, well, I want to go back to what you said. You were you don't we don't have enough time for you to talk about the horror stories. But like both times I texted you this summer or this past summer, and I was like, "What are you riding?" You're like, "Well, great question." <laughs> and it's three hours for the perf, and I'm like, "Okay, well, you okay. let me know. Just let just let when you figure it out, let me know." And then you're yeah. like, "Wish me luck." And I'm like, yeah. "How is Jackie telling me this? Like, wish her luck." When you don't, you didn't know what horse you were riding. No, no, I I was so spoiled with my good old horse T boy. Mm-hmm. I mean, just so spoiled. He was just a winner, and I mean, he built my career. And when he got sore and started going wrong, and again, could I take him and haul him? Yes, yeah. does he deserve that? No, yeah, so right. I won't do it. So he just sits in the pasture and rules the roost. And if, if Journey gets to rope the dummy on him one day, then great, you know. Yeah. But so, but when he went down, I've really struggled. Not that str- I mean, I've won a lot of money on Kevin. He he's been a great horse and stuff. But I've had to try to fill some gaps with that. You can't just have one, right? You know? And so, right. trying to fill those gaps and find the horsepower has been such a struggle. Even if even even when I had six hundred dollars, six hundred dollars when I had six hundred dollars, yeah, that's about what I've been shopping <laughs> with the last decade. <laughs> I was like, my budget. Those bargain buys. <laughs> That's what I've done. Oh, he won't score? I'll take him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yes, no eyes? Perfect. <laughs> and, but you know, it's you think of what the horse market is, and until this past year, the most I ever gave for a horse was 15000 Wow. Ever. Ever. Like, it just didn't have it. You know what I mean? I just yeah. didn't have that much money to give. You know, everything I made, I'm just yeah. trying to make it. And so fifteen thousand that was for Sailor, the horse that yep. Charlie rode at the the NFR in Vegas or at um, Dallas, and that was the most I'd ever ever done. So then rock along. Even when I had six hundred thousand to be like, okay, I'm gonna go buy the rankest horse I want. Yeah, mm-hmm. I couldn't find him. <laughs> like I could not find that horse. And and you know, I mean, yes, there were horses that got priced for astronomical amounts. Yeah, still like, look, I have a family and. Yeah. I still can't fathom going and spending, you know, X amount of dollars, much, but yeah. I did buy some more horses that <laughs> the so potential. What is the is 15,000 still the most you've spent on a horse? One horse? No, but not a lot more. 35,000 is the 35. most I've spent on a horse. Yep. Well, I would like, I would have to believe that after winning that much money, everybody knew it. And if they knew you were on the hunt for a horse, they smelt you coming, and they were oh. like, here we go. Well, did you deal with a lot of that? Yeah, yeah, and maybe, and, you know, I didn't just poke around to, like, see if they'd been priced a different way, but, right. you know, it seems like, it does seem like when you get to a certain point in your career, when you ask about a horse, it's like, oh, well, if it's this good, like, we need to keep a hold of it, mm-hmm. you know, or it gets priced right. way out of price range. But but there were some that do, and, and I'm such a weird person to fit, Here's the thing. When you go from never riding a horse other than anything anything that you trained yourself yeah, and then go try to try horses that other people trained, I stepping on one, I mean, there were great horses, but it's like, they don't fit me. Right. Because I've never ridden a horse that I haven't trained. I've trained every horse that I've ever had. Wow. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've never, I every horse I ever competed on, I had trained in the roping. And wow. so- to go try horses for all this money 
that somebody else had trained and so they don't feel like I'm used to. They yeah. don't, you know, so it was really, really hard to find um, the one. But actually the yellow mare that I rodeoed on last year, mm -hmm. that she was very green. And I'd asked around, it was kind of funny because I'd asked around to everybody. I was going to like all the calf ropers even, you know, breakaway ropers, calf ropers, whatever it was. And somebody had told me about that. I think, I think Hope had maybe, Hope Thompson maybe mm -hmm. told me about this yellow mare. And she's like, I, I can't remember what she said about her. But anyways, I asked her and I was asking Tough Cooper about horses. And he's showing me some other horses. And then he's like, well, I got this yellow mare that Blake Deckard has. But no, she's too green for you. You're like, you can't go win on her right now. And I was like, okay. So I didn't really think about it. Well, then Amanda Coleman comes home from Larry D and Hopes. And she's like, man, Hope was riding this awesome yellow mare. And I was like, okay, this is the third time I've heard about this yellow <laughs> mare that's supposedly too green, but something about her. So I was like, all right, let me try her. So I called, they brought her to me, I rode her, and immediately, even though she was way green for, for what I was wanting, she fit. Yeah. And it's funny because she is related to T-Boy somehow. We just don't know. She's great because basically the gates got opened up at this place where they were bred and no one knows how anything's bred. <laughs> they just bred. <laughs> it's a free-for-all. Just a free-for-all out there, but Wrong they're all... Her. Descendants of the same stud, and so she's related to him. We just don't know how. Oh my so, gosh! Anyways, I that's the first one that I purchased for, you know, a lot of and money. And it's worked and then, out. Yeah, she's yeah. she's a great, she's a cool mare. Yeah. What's her name? Yeah. Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Yeah, Roy Cooper named her Hail Mary. <laughs> oh, I figured Chuck that would be a, that would be a Charlie. <laughs> I know, Charlie right? Name. Well, it stuck. You know, I think everybody likes the name. That's awesome. The other day at Fort Worth, Jordy Eden's her horse T Box. Uh -huh. So in the heat of the battle, I just say, "Love this star horse named T Boy," and, <laughs> and Garrett, and Garrett's like, "It's T Box," and I'm like, "Oh crap!" But it's like T. I've said T Boy so T -boy, much, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And I was like, when I even had T Box written down, yeah, and I still was like, "That can't be right." <laughs> she the subconscious gotcha. She didn't mean. Yeah, I just it's T Boy. That's right. But yeah, how cool is it to see the. And, and I want to, we're talking a lot about breakaway and horses, which is the things that you're the best yeah. at and that you want to talk about, but we're going to get into some other stuff like the, the, the stuff that people don't get to hear about on every podcast, but how neat is it to see the progression and to see so many young women doing this now breakaway and, and being able to make a viable living last year, what, uh. That's amateur on my part. Sorry. That's Seriously. I'm sorry. That was my bad. Um, but to see. Sorry about that, Jackie. Like, forgive <laughs> me. Anyways, but to see earnings records broken last year in the WPRA and the PRCA and all that stuff and like what Shelby Bosley won and, and just what all of y'all won. It took almost 100,000, like 80, I think, yeah. to make the NFR mm -hmm. or the NFBR. Like, that's got to be crazy to think about because it wasn't five years ago that that wasn't even a thing yeah yeah and to know that you were on the forefront of that has to be like the coolest thing ever you know it's it's so funny because like i said talking about the biggest win ever and it was like six thousand dollars within two days and thinking about the people that kind of put their necks out and mm -hmm. and and gave us a start but it's nuts to see how every year it just continues to grow and grow and grow. And yeah, it was cool to see the entire progression and be the first of it. I remember going to a, when they first said anytime they that a pro rodeo would add breakaway, 
I would just jump at the opportunity. And yeah. I mean, it didn't matter where it was. I remember driving from Texas to Washington by myself because Walla Walla mm-hmm. and Ellensburg added breakaway. And I was like, I'm oh, going. Going. I'm going. Supporting them. I'm, I don't care. And then, That's cool. And then San Juan uh, added breakaway and Baker added breakaway and Rapid City added breakaway. And it's like... We did the dumbest things, spent the stupidest money. We sent drivers to freaking (laughs) the Dakotas and California and flew and we weren't going to make our money back, but it was just like, we're going to be there. And I'm going to go say thank you to the people that had a place in doing it and just try to represent as good as we can. And so to see how well it's been accepted and just the growth and how it goes is, and to see, honestly, to see people begin to see the value in women in the industry. Mm-hmm. Not that, listen, I'm the least like women's rights. I, I I, you're you. not going to, you know, but I, I do think that in order for the Western industry to grow and, and keep evolving, that women are good for the sport where, you know, it, oh, it's yeah. a growth all the way around. If you look at the buying power and, you know, I know that, you know, committees and, and things like that still have their squabbles about, should we have break? We should not. Here's the thing that I think of is that you take who who puts the money into the rodeo? Who puts the added money into the rodeo? The town, right? The community. Mm-hmm. The community usually is who's bringing the added money in. Well, in doing so, when you bring X amount of breakaway ropers to town, we're spending some money. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. Know what I mean, we're spending some money on in those vacuums, businesses. <laughs> vacuums. On <laughs> we're going to bring our Boutiques. family. Come on. Oh, All right, I let's went go shopping uh, today. Woo. Let's go. San Antonio made money off of me today. I'm just saying. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you guys went river walking? No, I went to the shops here at the rodeo, oh. to the boutiques here at the rodeo. You bet. Jackie yeah. Crawford, Oof. good for business. Did you? What, did, what, did, what, what was your purchases today? Oh, my God. I got candles. I got food. There's two like great food companies that you can pack your trailer and you're like we pack the bus with. The, you know the place that has like the soups and stuff. Yeah, the oh, casseroles. Those are delicious. Pack them in your trailer and your bus. Did you, you know can, about this? Yeah, Courtney. Uh, yeah, Courtney got, got the one. Sample. Oh. I had one the other night. Yeah, really. They were They're delicious. so good. Yeah, Journey got so many clothes. I got clothes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, mm. beef jerky. We bought beef jerky. Okay. Everything. How can you not buy beef jerky? <laughs> I mean, I have a whole cabinet full of Catania Brothers beef jerky. <laughs> and I'll say, if you like nice. beef jerky, I'll send you some. Their beef jerky is so good. Oh, it's too. part yeah, Delicious. it's part of your your payment then. So uh, yeah, <laughs> you, get, you get Chick Fil A, who is not a sponsor yet of Cowboy Mafia. Um, those sandwiches and some beef jerky, and you'll <laughs> nice. be able to live for Chick Fil A is the best. It's a Monday through Saturday situation. So if yep. you go there Sunday, in the words of Matt Merritt, it's the Lord's chicken. It's the Lord's chicken. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, here we go. Are we recording now? Yeah, we we were recording earlier when you unplugged that thing. Nope, you unplugged it. I didn't know. It was an accident. All right, everybody, welcome to the Cowboy Mafia podcast. Anthony Lucia, Brad Marducci, and I'm saying your name wrong because I'm so mad at you. In the it end. had a little bit of a warm up there with uh, with our guest, but uh, I think I think we're gonna be okay, Anthony. Don't don't stress about it. Okay, I'm not stressed, but just in case, just let it go. You lead us off with your Riveting question. Right away? Yeah. All right, we're going with the we've hot got, take. We've got it all, right? Remember? Yeah, we, it's there. I'm not even worried about it. Just to preface, there's an extension cord above Jackie that was hitting her in the head, causing her 
not to be able to pay attention uh, to the questions. I don't think it bothered Jackie near as much as it bothered you, and then you unplugged it. And so I unplugged this cord, trying to be a good gentleman, not knowing Anthony's got it stretched around the couch, ran behind the coffee table, and uh, plugged plug into in our... plug in the mixer. Yeah. Weird. So that's where we're at. Weird that when you came in and also hooked everything up, you didn't see where the power source... Are we going to argue? No. In front of our guests? Sorry, Jackie. Jackie, sorry. This is not usually... You make me so mad. We are better than this, and we're going to figure this out after. We're going to move forward, Jackie. After. Hot we'll, take. Here we go. We will go. Here we we're go. Let's Jackie Crawford. Right, right, to the, right to the hard-hitting questions. Where we left off, we were talking about the progression of breakaway roping, how it has evolved and and come to the forefront of the fastest-growing sport that we have in You're rodeo. about to unplug that again. FY. It's <laughs> stretching so much. So <laughs> scared. <laughs> we, Golly. Going so good. Like Kirsten Dunst and Spider-Man. When <laughs> <laughs> what? What scene was that? When he webbed her. He oh, okay. Shot the web. As the progression continues. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Jackie, do you want to see breakaway roping go into the Thomas and back and be in addition to the NFR performances? Hmm. No. <laughs> no. No, I don't think I'd love that. No. I think I'd rather rodeo all year to not get to go in front of 17,000 people and packed house. and Yeah. No. I'm pretty good at sensing sarcasm. <laughs> and really? What I'm picking up there is... Uh, uh, for me, I think it would be very cool to see at at uh, at the NFR. The downside for guys like Anthony and I, I enjoy working your guys' finals. We've got, yeah. You've done it twice. I've done it Two twice. Two times, yeah. It is a ton of fun. And it for us, like as personnel, it gives us an actual opportunity to get an NFR buckle. And I know it's not where y'all wanted to be, but it's progression. 100%. And it's a process. A hundred percent. Here's, here's, I think, the problem is that people put in the same context wanting more and wanting the top of the mountain with being ungrateful. It, it does mm-hmm. not coincide. We are extremely grateful. I'm so grateful to the WPRA, the PRCA, everybody involved in, in you know, the South Point letting us be at these places. Of course, we're grateful. This is yeah. the coolest thing we've ever gotten to do, bar none. You know, I mean, it's just so neat. And so it has nothing to do with being ungrateful. That, you know, wanting more and wanting the very best and wanting the the peak stuff, That I mean, that's what dreams are made of. That's what writes history. That's, yeah. that's you know, the the what we all strive for. And so it has nothing to do with being ungrateful. We love everything that, that we have right now. But of course, you're always going to stay pressing. You're always going to stay, you know, working towards the optimal goal. Well, one of the things to think about is like even if normal everyday rodeo cowboys, if they never push for more money, if they never push for anything that they get, the NFR wouldn't pay 15 million. So it's in a way that team ropers equal money. Like, and we're not going to get too deep in the weeds here, but if there was not that desire, Within every single rodeo cowboy, you look at San Antonio and Fort Worth, one point eight million here, one point two at Fort Worth. Houston pays God knows how much. If there was not that desire for something bigger or better, then rodeo would be gone. Yes. Period. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, and it's not just the rodeo cowboy; it's everyone involved. I mean, you know, the committees. Everybody has to push for that something bigger. Yeah. Like you said, and so that's 
obviously where we're at, we're just like, you know, back when the team rovers and the barrel racing mm-hmm. and all that, we're going through our own process and yeah. our own struggles. And so it's going to get better. It's yeah. going to continue to grow. I mean, it's, it, you've, it doesn't take a mathematician to realize what the breakaway brings to the Western industry mm-hmm. and the rodeo world. And so I, I don't see it not continuing to get better. Well, and if anything, now more than ever, we need the influence to continue to grow our sport because I feel like our sport is being attacked on a lot of different facets. So if we can get more people involved, more especially ladies involved, mm-hmm. strong-willed ladies who are willing to back put their money up back in the box and rope and compete, that's the kind of mindset people that we need to progress our entire sport. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if you look at, what is it? I mean, you've probably heard the statistics. Is, is it 80-something percent of you know, buying power comes from women. Mm-hmm. Well, that is an entire trickle effect throughout our entire industry. Yeah. You look at a breakaway roper, if she starts, she's going to spend, a woman just naturally spends more <laughs> <laughs> on their animals, on, on the process, all that. And so the buying power and, and the stuff that trickles down into our entire industry and then, you know, will influence other. I mean, here's the thing. Is it just about breakaway entries? No. But, all right, say that a husband and wife, like if different time, me and Charlie would have gone longer, both of us would have gone longer if both of us could enter. Sure. You have have couples that, you know, stay in amateur rodeo because it's like, oh, we can go do this together. Mm -hmm. Well, as you're doing this, you're not only bringing the breakaway roping entries and that woman is going to spend X amount of dollars throughout all of these cities and all of these places and in the Western industry throughout the year. But say you bring her husband or her boyfriend because they can go do this together, even if it's just in the summer. Mm. So now you're bringing more entries into every event or yeah. say, you know, her husband is a team roper or a calf roper. Or a steward. Now you're bringing that entire family out on the road or that couple out on the road. That's just more dollars back into the Western industry and the people that, you know, make this yeah. go round. Yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd never thought of that perspective. So either. true. So true. Well, and big money is, uh, and I don't know if we need to re-ask this question. Just in case, <laughs> let's go ahead and do it. Yeah. Okay. Let's go back to almost one year ago, a little less than that, when you yourself won $600,000 at the American. We were there. Myself, Bradley, Garrett Jurgen. It was one of the most incredible moments I've ever been a part of. And like getting to talk to you after, because I got to the first time you won it in 2021, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. She cleaned house there too. Huh? 21, you won 100,000. 22. 22, right? Last year was 23. It would have been 22. Yes. 22 21, I announced mm-hmm. it. And uh, I'm drawing a blank on who won that year. 21. Jill. Haley Kinzel won it. Oh, Jill Tanner. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but then I saw your emotion the, the first year you won at AT&T Stadium, $100,000, giant. I mean, 100000 that's a lot. Yeah. But then <laughs> but then, then you win it again in 23, and this time for $600,000. What, like, how do I, I can't quantify that amount of money. Could you wrap your brain around what just happened? Honestly, here's here's what I think. When every time that, like, something like that happens say the first i've been so fortunate to be the first of so mm-hmm. many things so many big monumental things and i'm like why i literally was thinking that in my mind why like what is my purpose in this yeah this exact moment 
you know, what does God want me to do with this moment? And so to be a part of, I, I mean, I still don't know. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean, you, you're, I think that's a constant uh, strive to figure out what is my purpose. And so um, I just, I seriously, I kept asking myself, I'm like, like, why am I getting to experience this? That that was truly something that I was I was thinking in my mind. Did the answer well, ever come? Well, no, no. Do you think Do you think that answer ever comes, or is it just like, do you at one at some point do you stop asking why and just go wow? I think so. I I still think that um, I think that I'm on this. I'm on my journey, yeah. right? And I really do still feel like there's going to be a place. I've had a lot of wow moments and it's like, this is the coolest ride yeah. ever, you know, and, and I don't know why I'm the one that gets to experience these things, but I still feel like I have so much to offer outside of this mm-hmm. and this is just creating the platform for it. But I got to find that why, you know, that I have to, I still have to find that moment that's like, this is your purpose that you actually make a yeah. big difference. Wow. Yeah. You know, not just in your life, but like other people's lives. I get that you know, I've influenced girls and I've influenced people and inspired people. You know, I get that a lot. And and I think that's so amazing. And just and it, it touches me every single time somebody tells me something like that. But I still feel like there's something that I have to offer that hasn't been touched yet. Does that make sense? That and does. I, and that's very that's, profound. Yeah, it is profound. Like, that's hard for me to. I can't. I, yeah, I don't I don't even know what to say to that because. Mm-hmm. I've never thought that deep before. Yeah, Jackie <laughs> just coming in here whipping the knowledge <laughs> on Jeez. Anthony and I. I wasn't trying to be all serious. No, no that was like I'm trying to tell incredible. you from the heart. Like I really feel like this is just a buildup of like, but have I? Do I look back and say, oh, I've really made a difference in this world or someone's life mm-hmm. yet? No, but I think that this is the platform that's growing. Well, maybe, 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 maybe that you might not know, right? Like you've probably made. A giant difference in a lot of young. There's girls no that, doubt. Yeah. That's not a yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can see that. And like I said, I've 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 been told that, and I get so much of that. But I really think that there's something that I'm going to be able to use this success sure. yep. for. Gosh, that's bigger than for his glory. Me. That's and it's nuts to think about because I'm like 23 world titles. You're the first. You were the first PRCA WPA world champion. Like you said, all the first. Versus with the million, blah, 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 we can go on. And to still think, like, what's... But what has that done? What has that done? I, so golly, this what is why done? Jackie is Jackie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what has that done for this world? Or what has this done? Like, what has that done? Like I said, I think it's a step. I think that's my stepping stone Ugh, that's amazing. to one this day figure so that good. out. That's you know? amazing. Can I tell you what I think it's done? And I'm not going to answer your question because I think that's between you and God. But I'll tell you what I think it's done. I think it showed, it has shown an entire generation of women, maybe two generations of women, of ladies, of young girls, that it could be done. And I think there is something to that. It's like there's you think about all the people that have, throughout the history of the world, whether they were founding America or whether it was sailing, we thought the earth was flat, and then we decided we landed on America, whatever. You, if you think about that, it's like they were establishing a platform and a place for things to flourish, and that's what I see personally as a fan. That's what I've seen you d- you have done. That's cool. Well, thanks. Yeah. Yep. So that. there's your answer. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank um, you for that. <laughs> no. So 
not not to keep harping on the American here. I'm just infatuated by the fact. I love the American. We, Don't harp on it. I love. We all love the American. It's the most <laughs> fun rodeo. It is so cool. Yeah. Jackie wins six hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Could have been one point one. Well, at the time that she wrote, it, it was a million, yeah. right? Like she mm-hmm. had the million once. Yes. So when you're backed in the box in that final four, <laughs> is it in the back of your mind? That this run could potentially be a million dollar run. Like, are do you, I mean, are you just throwing that out, or is it still back there, kind of in the back of your mind? No, you. It's like I know it. You know it. <sighs> but. So what is Jackie saying <laughs> to herself as she she's backing in, and <laughs> there's that pressure. And if you need to use curse words, you can. Listen, <laughs> we we got, we got the don't big, you f this up, Jackie. We got the big e next to our podcast. You're good. <sighs> I can't, uh, yeah. Do you uh, get mad at yourself? Or like, are you like, you don't be a wimp right now? <laughs> no, no, I don't say that. You got an no. arm like a rocket, a brain <laughs> like a scientist. You have a Pegasus underneath you. No, I do. I think that everybody who wins has to have some sort of way to convince themselves that they're the best in the room Absolutely. at the time. Absolutely. You know? And whatever that mechanism may be, but in my mind, when it comes to moments like that and times like that, like there's something that kicks in and convinces me that I was made for times like these. Mm. You know, I was made for these moments. I was made to do this and, and it was put in me to do these things. And so now listen, that's a total lie. I'm just making up in my head. Right. But whatever it takes to convince yourself that. And so I, I just, Something about it, like you could not have placed a, you could not have set that scenario out any better for me to go be fast. I can tell you that in that final four. Yeah, you just, thrive those bigger absolutely. moments. They they bring out another side of of Jackie. I just, I I love I love those big moments. Yeah, I no. love those big moments. But here's the thing too is that I want people to know is that I failed in that same exact place. Three, I made it to the final four mm-hmm. twice. Yep. The first two years, and the, I can't remember if it was the final four, or the final four, and then the final eight. I don't know. And failed, mm-hmm. just missed. Yeah. And so, it's not just those moments; it's the perseverance of getting back to those moments over and over and over again. It's not just those one days; mm-hmm. it's every day in between that brings you back to have that opportunity again. You know, and that's where I think that. It's not being lucky. It's literally where opportunity meets preparation. Yeah. Because that's that dog. Yeah. That's that, that dog. dog. That dog. She got that, that dog. dog. <laughs> we, we, we talk about Journey it all the time. Uh, those big moments. That's why we love the Americans so much is just because they're going to be there naturally. We, we know that we're going to get to take our, our shot and our side of things that we work on. And Anthony... When he gets going, like he gets going, and like he'll fire you. I feel like I'm roping, and I'm not even. I can't even dummy rope. Like so. Well, we don't rope dummies. We rope smarties. Thank you. And uh, that's right. Just, just like the natural presence when you walk into the American. Yeah. You can feel it. Oh, it's so awesome. Yeah. Everything about that thing is awesome. I mean, I get. You know, people like they cry because you know the format changes, and they cry because of this and this and this, and I get it. There's nothing without its flaws. There is not an association going without its flaws. I get it. I get I get the frustrations of every whatever it is. But at the end of the day, like I told him this year, I said the 
the check cashes, I mm-hmm. promise. And here's the thing. <laughs> that thing I promise. gives away a ton, <laughs> a ton of money. And, and it gives money all the way through. And if yeah. you really just look at it, the amount of money that you're putting in for the amount of money you're getting to vote for is night and day. Yeah. Like it, it, from what we normally do. I mean, it really, it really is. I mean, to me that, I don't know. I just I have nothing but good stuff to say about all the associations that take a chance on all us cowboys and cowgirls. Yeah, to put on a show. It's a big deal, and it's a lot of work. Oh. A lot of stuff. People don't. They. I think everybody thinks that they understand what it takes to do that. Yeah. But get it behind the scenes. You see it. Mm-hmm. I see it because mm-hmm. I've been behind the scenes. I see these things. It's tough. Yeah. It is really tough. Yeah, it doesn't just happen. No. Especially when no. you go into a venue like AT and T Stadium. Yeah. Last few years, or now Globe Life. Yeah. And it's like, there is, it's such a machine there beyond just the arena. Oh my gosh. That's just like the, the minimal. The building and everything, everything in that. It's like, it's crazy to think about. <clears throat> and then it all happens within. That's the only sad part about the American is that it's one day. Yeah. That's the only sad part about it for me. That is sad. Yeah. Because it's like, we work so hard for it to come to fruition. All of us do, whether it's the competitors getting there or us behind the scenes and then on the, production side but then it's like dang it can we can we do let's run it back guys yeah. one more time one more time <laughs> yeah because it was it was two days at at&t was it yeah. yeah and it was two days last year but did you like it better at globe life or at&t i like globe life yeah i like globe life i like globe life it feels more it feels more intimate which is weird because it's still a forty thousand seat venue but it just the way it's set up at&t yeah. jerry's world is unbelievably awesome yeah. so awesome but on the same hand, Globe Life, and maybe it's because that in 2020 when the NFR was there, it's like a little bit of sentimental, like because that venue saved, in my opinion, saved rodeo. So it's like, like we're coming back to that, and like that was such a weird year for everybody and a tough year for everybody. But it was like that rodeo in that building, like it gave us all hope that hey, we're gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. I love that place. Yeah. That's where I won my first world championship with Journey on board. That's right. No saddle yeah. horn. Mm-hmm. Oh I yeah, that. I love. I remember that. that. I was there. Speaking of love Journey and Creed, yeah. So yeah, you're, you had two kids, <laughs> Journey and Creed, uh, both well-known bands. Yeah. Tell, and a tell us, daughter that's nineteen. Tell us that's Kate. tell us that story with the names. Is that <laughs> you know it's funny, it's like. Like were you listening? It has nothing to do with your the band. joke. Your joke today was nothing so much better, but now Jackie's he's like, I don't want to say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> I forgot what I said. He was like, he was like, he was like, okay, so tell me about Jackie, and I'm like, she's mom and got Journey Creed Cadence, and he's like Journey and Creed. Like those are two very good bands. He's like you think those were playing whenever? <laughs> and I'm like, what? I was like, I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna ask her. He's like, do it. I'm like, no. Jackie's the coolest person in the world. So is that where it is? In your next trail to be Motley Crue. Well, we're not going to get into it. But. Is there a story behind the names? There's actually... Act, no, nothing cool. Are you kidding me? No, I mean, I wish at this moment I would just make something up to go with this. Jackie, you've been lights. I know, I know. I this really, was like the it, one thing I was like... It, honestly, I know. It was total coincidence, but... I tell you what's cool is that you can find some cute t-shirts because it's for the kids. So, you know, some rock and roll t-shirts, like the band t-shirts. It's really cute. And now with Creed making a comeback. <laughs> yeah. Creed's now yeah. going to have his own line of yeah. 
of clothes. Yeah. Those two kids do not like me. Really? Yeah. No. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure because I'm always like, what's <laughs> up, sure? Creed? And he like looks down and then Journey like hides behind whoever's closest anyone but me. Have you met Charlie? Could just be breeding. That is true. It took Charlie a while <laughs> to like me and I'm still not He's not a real people person. <laughs> still not convinced that he really thinks I'm that cool. But he always talks to me. That's fun. Firm handshake that guy's got. Yeah. Very strong yeah, man. Very old school. He's old school like that. I has to break my hand every time. And I'm not sure I <laughs> it's love intimidating it. intimidating to Anthony. Ow! <laughs> hey, Charlie, fist bump. Nope. Get in here. Yeah. Good to see you, too. Uh, what's it, and, and this is probably a question you get asked all the time, but where was the mindset switch that you had? Because when we talked, when you did win the American last year, there was the long post that you made in like January of I'm reprioritizing my life. Obviously, my family's still number one. But you, after all of the things that you've done, 20 world titles, everything, you were like, when you missed the NFR, it would have been 2022, you'd made a long Facebook post, and I was just like, like, I fired me up. But what was the switch? What was the, was it not making the NFR, or was it before that, where the switch was like, something's got to change here? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so this is not by the book or I know what anybody's supposed to drive them. But my entire life I've been driven by fear of failure. Okay. Like I know that they say you're not supposed to, but I can't lie to you and say that that's not it. That's exactly what drives me. I'm scared to death to not do what I'm supposed to do on this earth. I'm scared to death to fail. I'm scared to death to not make anything of myself. I'm scared to death to go back to having nothing like I, that. I am driven by fear of failure. That is me. I can't I've never it. related to you so much than that right uh, there. We've talked about this so much. Like that's, uh, uh, like I said, I know that they say you're not supposed to. I'm. That's all I am. Wow. And I think that failing and the feel of failure scared the living crap out of me. And thinking that, you know, I was falling behind. And so I said, I've got to do something. And if anybody knows me, they know I am a walking hot mess. Like, I'm a disaster. Like, I'm just like a... I am. It's oh. a... It is a... I am late everywhere I go because I think I can do five million things and I'm reactive. I just go in like... I just... I'm going and I will outwork... I'm telling you, I will get up against anybody and work... Feel like I can outwork them. But it's all in freaking... There's no... There's just not, not, like, there's a not real like a It's not organized. No, not there's organized, nothing yeah. organized about it. I'm going to get 20 it. things done in no particular order and today. And I've always, it didn't matter who called and needed help, if they wanted to come rope, if they needed lessons, if they, whatever it was, I've always hated to say no yeah. about any of it. And so I just always was adding more to the plate. And, and the more opportunities that came, I just kept adding and adding and adding. I, I forgot to subtract. I added a husband. I added kids. I added, you know, pro rodeo. I added Faturities. I added all these things and nothing ever subtracted. I was still doing schools. I was still doing private lessons. I was still trying to, you know, do all these things. And when that hit and that that failure hit me, it it hit hard. And I had I realized that in which Charlie is very organized and total opposite of me. And he's always tried to help me with that. And so he's like, you got to give something. And when I looked up and I realized that the people that were getting cut short were myself and my family. I was like, okay, this has got to end. This, sure. this stops now. Sure. Like it's it's got to stop because we talked about what I feel like my purpose is eventually. If I 
don't fulfill the things that I'm supposed to do right now, that purpose doesn't come. And so I said, what can I do now to try to prioritize that is always going to be there later? That was clinics. Mm. That was private lessons. That was those things. My family has to come first. I've got to take care of that stuff. My career as of right now, I don't plan on pro rodeoing for much longer. You know what I mean? I, I would love to, I always, they always ask me how long, how long you do this. I'd love to see it in the Thomas and Mac and like just literally run a calf in there and be like, peace out. I'm, I'm out of here. Like, I love this. Like the, we're here. We made it done. Yeah. Bam. You wrote an article before met. Uh, it might've been 2020. I think it was before that mm-hmm. you wrote an article or you made a post again, yeah. your post on, I'm, Big fan of yours on social media. Okay. Some people I want to murder on social media, but for you, you do a great job. <laughs> but we you, don't want to murder you. <laughs> but you you share your heart, and I'll never forget. It was like I want to write. I, I don't remember exact wordage, but you're like, as a little girl, I dreamt of riding down that tunnel mm-hmm. and riding it, and you like talked through the whole mm-hmm. sequence of what would happen when you ride in. You turn your horse around. And you nail the barrier and you put it on when you hear the crowd and the, and the announcer says, and it was like, then you woke up. Mm-hmm. And it still it like gives me goosebumps thinking about it. But it, for you as part of your legacy, is that the ultimate goal is yeah. to see it in there? Like the hands down, yeah. it's not to win 30 world titles. It's not mm-hmm. to win more than anyone. That is to get the breakaway into the Thomas and Mac. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the, from what we talked about earlier, do you feel like that would be the the why the answer to the why like the ultimate answer no because i don't think that that's changing making a real difference in someone someone's life does that make sense like i think that's part of the process but the why i think is something that's bigger than like even rodeo okay that makes sense yep yep i think it's i think it's bigger than rodeo but um and maybe it's not i don't know i'm not the one you know what i mean i'm gonna find it i know i'll find it you know and I, I have this daydream all the time. Pull that mic up just a little bit. It's hitting your really cool vest. There you go. Sorry. Thank you. No, Sorry. it's not it's your fault. First I thought time. it was my audio guy would my first see time. it, but whatever. Sorry, she was comfortable. <laughs> I'm just trying to... <laughs> you look like you're about to fall asleep. <laughs> it wasn't a big enough noise that we could have worried about, Jackie. He's okay. very... Okay. He's perfectionist. Yeah, look yeah. at the giant bottle of vodka. The guy's got issues. <laughs> Talk about anyways. Finding, talk about finding that wine. So He's been why? looking at the bottom of those things forever, trying to find that answer. <laughs> Thomas Mack, <laughs> you're such. A, golly, you're a terrible person, Brad. Uh, but to Thomas so, and Mack, that's like the ultimate. Yeah, I like. I have this. This you're gonna think I'm silly for saying this. No, I have this little daydream of. Literally, journey roping in the Thomas and Mac, mm. and you know how they always like show like whoever it may be, say tough roping, and then Roy's over there in the gold buckle seats. Yeah, like that's my little daydream. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's my. So that's it's my, not even you. No, no, it's the young. It's it's the generation. Wow, below. does that make sense? Like that's that makes that's sense. my. That's like my little daydream. Are I you have gonna wear a fur it. coat and maybe have maybe. had a few vodkas? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we, we, we love we love Roy Cooper. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> so. Um. Yeah, that's my daydream. As corny as that sounds, that's my daydream. That's not corny. See that, that's awesome. I, it literally plays in my head. That's so cool. But you know what I mean, like to yeah. to just. But I mean, of course, selfishly, I would love to run one in sure. there myself. 
that's just being, being but you're selfish. also realistic and knowing and we talked about this in the part of the podcast that might or might not have got deleted <laughs> um, when Brad unplugged it to be determined <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep that's TBD. on me TBD. that's on you I didn't know okay man, let but it go it, it the progression like yeah. you're you want that but you're also okay with it may not happen on my timeline of when I right. want it to happen oh, yeah as long as it happens eventually. I do want it to. I, I mean, as long as it happens eventually. I just think that, man, it, the, it, it long and short of the story is it's good for rodeo. Yeah. Period. Period. Yeah. Period. It's just going to take, it, whether it takes somebody getting everybody on board and really looking into how the impact that it makes, yeah. you know, for everyone, for sponsors. If we want more life into sponsors and, and new sponsors in the industry get on board yeah you know i mean that's just from the conversations that you've had with people about it what what is the thing that you think or they think is holding it back (sighs) you know there are certain places that have um difficulties whether it be you know parking rigs Mm -hmm. extra days at the rodeo that it takes to run you know i mean when you say you're gonna have breakaway i mean Dang near 200 of us are showing up. You know what right, I mean? That's a right. whole nother logistical issue, you mm-hmm. know? And so whether it be rigs, another day um, in the schedule for our slack, because you can't fit it in the slack that's already big, whether it be housing cattle. I know mm-hmm. that's been a, pl- a different deal um, issue at places. I mean, there's lots of issues that people don't understand. And I get, like, I, I hear it from the committee people I, and I understand it. And yeah. so, and, and here's the deal. When you add us and say, all right, if you don't add us at X amount of money, you know, equally, well, then you're going to have somebody crucifying you, which I get that point. They're like, oh, you know, same money. But you also got to think every dollar that gets raised to add our event, somebody has to go out and get from somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of work. That's true. That's a lot yeah. of that's a lot of work. And so there are issues like that in the long game is. Now, I'm not bashing any other event nope. whatsoever. Don't get me wrong. I love all the events that we have in rodeo. I'm not saying take them out, but you bring 200 breakaway ropers or 100 breakaway ropers and their families and everything that they bring into a mm. community, even if it's just for the day, yep. you bring those rigs into a community compared to, say, the bareback or the saddle bronc. Again, nothing against I those know. events. We like know. That has You're nothing to do good. with that. They're not. It's just the point of you know economically look at it you know what i mean this is a good thing and that all that's not just the community that's now this money goes to the community whether we're buying diesel groceries eating mm. um staying the night whatever it may be that's just a lot of money back into the community that's supporting the rodeo and plus not only that but this is another you, you like i said you take 200 girls and they're going to buy boots for their horses and they're going to buy feed for their horses and they're going to buy all these, you know, they're going to buy trailers, they're going to buy trucks and they're going to buy all these things and they're going to spend the extra money on the supplements and the blah, 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 because we're women and we like to do those things. Yep. And so that that hits with a big impact in the Western industry and the, the Western entire, industry, what keeps it, the yeah, entire every, Western industry. Yeah. When we talked know? about, like we as contract personnel love having the NFBR as a, it's no, we don't love it because it's then I'll get crucified. We don't mind it right now at the South Point mm-hmm. because it gives us an opportunity to work in NFR. It's a championship event. It's a yeah. final. And yeah. so, like, even for us, like, we are beyond thankful that you guys have a finals. Yeah. Like, obviously, in the as it progresses and as we move forward with 
LV and everything like that, like obviously it needs to be at the Thomas Mac. Period. But for for now, like you said, it even us, like I'm an announcer, he's a music guy. It gives us he's got a jacket that says t- an NFR jacket. Mm-hmm. Never had an NFR jacket. He's a kid from Montana, came from mm-hmm. nothing and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. a dream come true for him whenever that's he cool. got to work it in twenty twenty. The first one. And for me, I cried when I got my first N F B R buckle. Like yeah. it's so special. I have an NFR buckle that says Texas and I have an NFR buckle that says Las Vegas. That's awesome. It's pretty yeah. badass. Yeah. No, I mean it's, I'm not bragging. It's uh, it's a little bit. Well, like I said, the where it gets sketchy and where everybody I think there's so many areas that aren't transparent and so people get all crazy about it. But the biggest thing is that wanting the do we cover this again in case we lost this? Let's do, do we it. Cover this? Let's Thank do it, Jackie. Yeah. Let's do it. Thank you. <laughs> Just in case. I'm so mad at you, Brad. Hey, <laughs> okay, carry on, Jack. Look at me like that. Like we said before. Here's where it gets sketchy is that people tie together wanting more, mm-hmm. striving for more, striving for the best, striving for like what you, you know, your your desires of, like I said, it for us, it's obviously the Thomas and Mac. Obviously it's, it's, and I don't care if it's the Thomas and Mac, just with the rodeo, yeah. like the rodeo as a whole, all the events placed together is what makes the rodeo. It's not a single event. I don't care what event it is. If you take it out of the rodeo and you put it somewhere else and do it by itself at a different time, it's hard. Mm -hmm. It makes it hard. But people put wanting that and tie it together with being ungrateful. It has nothing to do with being ungrateful. I am so grateful. And every other breakaway rover is so grateful for the opportunity. We love the South Point. We love the opportunities the WPRA has given us. We love the opportunities the PRCA has given us. Everyone who's had a hand in it. I mean, there is not a more, I mean, we've actually, to the point that we've been made fun of by other events for us just always being grateful. I mean, seriously. Stop being so thankful. Why, you guys don't ever want anything. You're just so grateful to be here. <laughs> yeah, crazy. we are. We really are. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yes, there there is not anyone more grateful for the opportunities. But you cannot hate or, or you hate on someone for wanting more. That is what you know, dreams are made of. That's yes, what writes history. Absolutely. That's what creates, you know, all these cool things and and so of course we're going to want more especially you know a lot of people don't realize that we rodeo we just now got a rodeo count which is a hundred which is <laughs> oh my gosh not a lot. rodeo count and so we rodeo our freaking butts off. Mm-hmm. I mean we spend money getting to these rodeos I mean we pass the guys at rodeos that yeah. they get to go to that we don't yeah. and go to this rodeo and then drive back to this wow. rodeo and pass them all the way you know and so we rodeo our tails off all year and look it does it ever make sense probably not but does it make more sense when you get to go rope for 20 something thousand around yeah and almost 30,000 around and a what is the average now 79 79 up to 80 next year yeah but we we do these same things and i don't know if you've looked at the horse market lately but we pay the same our trucks don't cost different our trailers don't cost different our you know, yeah. nothing costs any less for us. And so we do all this. And then for us at the end of the year, it's we wrote for $5,000 rounds and a, right. you know, a $13,000 average. We have jackpots in Vegas that pay more than our NFR. Mm-hmm. You know, now, again, yep. do not take that nope. as being ungrateful. We are grateful because I know where that money comes from. And I know that it is given back to us from, you know, 
all these places, the PRC. It, it is. It's. Yeah. Sorry, guys. You're good. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> Brad Please. Was. He's well, just staring at your like vest. If I didn't, if I didn't so look at you, I was going to get stared at by him. So it was like. Uh, the no, I'm still thing. staring at you for the other Don't reason. Don't unplug anything. <laughs> no, thank you, Jackson. <laughs> sorry. Gang, another ganging up on me. <laughs> That's the truth. So anyways, again, that is not being ungrateful, but you cannot pencil this at some point. If this does not continue to improve, it's going to break the girls. Like, yep. how do you how do you continue to yeah. do that? It's different if you've got, you know, the carrot at the end of the stick. Like yeah. there's mm -hmm. there, you know, the pot of gold at the end of the right, whatever you want to call it. There's a chance that way. Yeah. But we can't afford this is going to break us in the industry if it doesn't continue to. And I, and I think it will. I do think it will. Yeah. I don't think that. I mean. I do think it's pretty cool to see, like, this was a big topic this year. And Hashtag. Sorry, sorry if I touch on it. But do it. <laughs> do Go wherever it. you want, Jack. This is your podcast. But I thought it was really cool when this random dude holds up and it gets everywhere this sign that says Ad Breakway at the mm -hmm. Thomas and Mac. Mm-hmm. At, during the NFR, random dude like your second cousin John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I totally paid to told that. That's actually a rumor. It's actually a rumor. No, I know the this. Breakaway Ropers paid what a guy that it's. I swear to goodness, I heard this. Tell me this. That the Breakaway Ropers paid a guy to hold. <laughs> Those or paid people to hold those signs oh within FR. I wish it I heard that rumor at you the. Did? I was in the Thomas and oh Mac. Oh my gosh. And we were in the contestant lounge, and it came up on the screen, and that was like, "That's funny. you think somebody paid them to do that?" <laughs> That's funny. No, we like, wrote, do you know how well, much it, we wrote for? We wrote for five thousand dollars. <laughs> we didn't have enough money to. There's pay. a lot of homeless people in Vegas. <laughs> um, they, he did look oddly similar to the guy who took his t-shirts off one by one. Cameron. 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 <laughs> I think I think it's got to be closer now than it ever ever has. Oh, for and, sure. And, and, and one one just simple point I'll bring to it: they were scared to add anything else into that production because it was produced for television, obviously. So they were in that gap, and they'd already scrunched that gap as tight as they could. Well, now who carries the broadcasting rights to the national finals? Cowboy Channel. Cowboy Channel. So you're not on like this. You have to be done at this time. And honestly... Oh, you're saying when it was on ESPN. Correct, yeah. correct. When they had that window, that, sure. that deal with ESPN, they had to be within a certain amount of time, so logistically might not have fit in there. But now, with Cowboy Channel, it's... There's it's a little more wide, leeway. Yeah, a little yeah. wide open. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And what does 15 breakaway ropers really add? We run through 10 here in maybe five minutes. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah it's fast. And I tip my hat to Jackie for that, because that first year... Holy cow. They were, y'all were slow. Yeah. And you, I know for a fact, <laughs> y'all, you were. Well, they were crapping themselves. Nobody wanted, everybody was so nervous. They that, wanted to, they couldn't nod. Like, it is terrifying. <laughs> These girls have never, we come from jackpots to, right. holy cow, let's go to San Antonio or yeah. wherever. We're, Give you know, a break, like, Anthony. No, but I, but then but, it was, it was, it truly was. We just, it was stuff that we had never thought about. I mean, myself included. I remember the Texas Circuit Finals. They come out, and it was when they first added us, and they came to us, and they're like, hey, listen, you guys, there's 12 or 15. It took you, this should be the fastest event, mm -hmm. and you guys, it took y'all 12 minutes or right. something like that. And they said, just try to do little things like get in the box. Like, don't wait for 
the barrier to pull and the yeah. pusher to get in before you ride in the box and then swing your rope oh, yeah. 47 yeah. times and, you know, do your ritual, whatever Just it stuff is. you're like, not used to, but right? But I didn't, including, I'm not pointing anybody else because including myself, like, yeah, that's just sure. what you did. You waited for everything to be ready and then you go. And so we had a little meeting and everybody got it. And the next night we ran X amount of breakaway rope. It was 15 breakaway ropers, I guess, in seven minutes and... A, I you bet. Some That's seconds. smoking. And it's like smoking. But nobody, nobody was pressured to not. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I do get angry. I get angry at places that put a thirty-second time limit on us. Sure. And they just open the gate. Like when it hits thirty. That's seconds, a thing. Greeley, Colorado. Really. Ooh, I didn't thirty know seconds. About that. They open the gate. It does not matter what is happening. At thirty what? seconds, they open the gate. They just spill. When does the 30 second starts? When you when like cross the, the plane to the back of the box the, or something? When your calf is loaded, the barrier's pulled, and the other calf is out. Mm. But if your horse is 30 seconds. So do they ha- is the judge with the, the timer? The judge is holding a timer, really? and they turn them out. And I'm just like. Like like turn them out like, like you don't get a chance to run or like. We're but gonna can let you him chase him? Yeah, you can chase him, but oh, they're wow. going to turn him out. And they say, Tens, like whatever. Oh, but my God. Well, that's yeah. Colorado. That's a, They'd be up there smoking that devil's lettuce. <laughs> that's aggressive. I've always, this, I've yeah, heard I mean, of a t- time limit, but I was like, okay. It's a time limit it. to let people like, know, like, hurry up. But yeah. we're not going to spill the calf. I get it. Like, I get it. And I can understand, you know, a fine or whatever it may be. And, it, you know, but you got girls that, I don't know. It's just. One of those things I don't really agree So is with. it like... like when it, it, Here's the deal. If they did it in all the events, like, all right, let's do it to the Bulldoggers. <laughs> How do you think that'd go? Somebody get a head bash. I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like something would happen. But because it's us, like right. you can do it. And I get we're the new ones and we're the invitees. And I, and I understand that. I do. I get it. And I do get that some girls need to figure it out and freaking yep. get in there and... Quit jacking around and nod. Like, did it, you ever get mad at other breakaway ropers or like send out a mass text and like, "Hey, hurry up!" They're yeah, not. Yeah, I freaking get mad at Larry D all the time. She <laughs> dips D. off. No, non-stop. don't talk about my face. I love. I'm LP. kidding. I'm kidding. I give her because I'm your her favorite. Friend. She your favorite. <laughs> that she's one of my favorites. LD is just the coolest. Like she's so calm, cool, and collected at all times. Mm-hmm. And she's she reminds me she's like Clay Cooper, Clay Brown Cooper, just old. That's not what I'm I just kidding. I'm kidding. I can say this because Jackie, we're friends. Jackie and, and we're LD friends. are friends from way back. I'm not going to say that. But like, and I don't know Larry, like I'm not like on like, I don't text her other than for rodeo stuff. But so I'm not like friends with her. But when I see her, she's always just the cool, like just, she's just like a, got that John Wayne air about her. Do you know she has three broken ribs? What? What? She just roped with three broken ribs. Not just Are cracked, you kidding Broken, me? displaced Three broken displaced ribs. A horse fell on her, and that tough, freaking old sucker just roped. Holy cow! Like six days ago, fell on her, knocked her out, knocked her completely out. Whatever, broken ribs. And she caught all three. Uh huh. Wow. Wow. That's just. That's another level. Yeah. That's J.B. Mooney tough. That is J.B. Mooney. That needs to be told. We somebody needs to tell this story. Her wow! Legs all like completely black, like all over, and ribs broken. That's and, nuts, so yeah, crazy. Boy, then that's another level. Yeah. Okay, really? we've Anyways, talked a lot back. about breakaway roping, and I think we've solved everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a roundabout way. We want to talk about Brad. I'm gonna let you lead into this. Let's go back into the years before Jackie was a world champion. Before she was a world champion, when Jackie Let's just got her like, uh, driver's license. Driver's license. What was your first car? Um, an old Ford single cab. Mm. Single cab pickup. Mm-hmm. Stick shift? Yeah. Mm, not 
that one. That was an automatic. Okay. Automatic. Okay. How old were you? I wrecked it. Um, 16. Yeah. Nice. And it if, wasn't like mine. It was like me and my mom. And if Jackie had a mixtape in there, I'm assuming it was like a cassette tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Definitely, yeah. What were you listening to? What were you oh jamming? Oh, my gosh. What, were you what was it back then? Like, I don't know. Spice Girls or something? No <laughs> like, way. What was it? I don't was even remember Girls? back. Probably. Was that what so tell me Probably, what, 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 yeah. what was that is? Can you? I can it imagine Jackie that, in the front seat okay, going to a jackpot. If you're gonna be scrub, my lover, I don't want TLC. No yeah, they were cool back then. <laughs> you were jamming TLC. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. that was, that's so good. Still, don't go yeah. chasing waterfalls, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's what you were into. That yeah. that kind of, that kind of jam. That was cool back then. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool today. Yeah. That's, that's so today. good. So homeschool to regular school. Regular school. Regular school. Yeah, sports. Yeah. What was sports. what was Jackie like in regular school? Was she the cool girl? Was she no no. Not so I fell like in that in between because I rodeoed and did the horse thing, which, you know, there was just a few people that did that. And but I also but I did sports and was good at sports, but I also kind of was friends with everybody. You know what I mean? Mm, I, I, I fell in that, that. I fell in that in between. Where'd you okay. go to high school? I was uh, compassionate with the with the kids that maybe got picked on Aww. but i she, just she'd have been nice didn't to us. but she i wasn't nice to, have been nice to us. i wasn't cool enough to be like the cool cool the cool cool cool, cool you know like the what was your favorite you know? uh if you had to pick just one uh um subject that you were good at that you liked that you enjoyed i History, slept math, i slept a lot in pe history nap time did they yeah nap time <laughs> I, I thought that was a subject should have ended in kindergarten no but, but honestly <laughs> Honestly, so for example, I excelled at lunch. That was my favorite <laughs> class. I like that one too. Yeah. Um, I so high school was kind of it was just weird. Like I it was me and my mom and you know, we didn't have nothing. We kind of relied on people to help us out. We lived at people's places and whatnot. Wow. And it was just I wanted to rodeo, but we didn't have an arena or anything like that. And so we would we rented like these two lots for our horses that were down the road from this place that we stayed of these people's houses. And so I would drive, I would get off of school. I'd go get horses ready, whatever. Um, if we had practice after school, whatever it may be, go take care of whatever. And then go get the horses, load them up. And I'd go to wherever that I could go rope. And one thing my mom always taught me is that I, she knew that I was always going to have to have people. You know, people, I was always going to have to rely on people to give me an opportunity, right? Because we didn't have it to supply for ourselves. So in order to do that, you get to someone's house, you help them. You Whether it be you turn out, you rake the boxes, you push the calves up, you saddle horses, whatever it may be. And so everybody that would give me an opportunity around there, I would show up, I'd try to help them, and then I'd try to rope or do whatever I was doing. And I can only imagine what a pain in the butt it was to try to, like, help this kid that had no idea what she was doing, Right. But I tried to make their time easier, their practice yeah. and time easier, because that was such a huge, you know, my mom just taught me that. That's just what you did. So I would do that. I'd drive back and I played basketball. So I would go and I'd be at the gym at like 630 in the morning, go to school, sleep a lot of, a lot of time in class, <laughs> but I just could not physically stay awake. And But by the time I would get back from driving to wherever we had to go rope or practice or whatever, it 
it was so late and there were so many times that like the, my mom would find me and I'd just be, I would be pulled on the side of the road in front of the place where we rented the, the, the lots for our horses and I'd just be asleep in the truck, just like, just so tired. You oh know? yeah. Just so tired. But we, I don't know. I would do a lot of jobs. I, I, uh, I would go to basketball practice or whatever practice and then I would go, um, I'd be like four something in the morning. I'd go pony horses on like my rope horse prospects and stuff or like whatever I had. I'd go pony horses at the racetrack. Kind of grew up around the racetrack. My mom um, was an outrider at the racetrack before we even moved to Oklahoma. And so we, I would pony horses in the morning, take my horses, park at the school, basketball practice. Then I'd go put them up. I'd go, I laid carpet and like flooring for, for and helped a guy do that. What? And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and before that I could get my pony license, a guy would pick me up in my house and I would go clean stalls at the racetrack when I wasn't old enough. But when I turned 16, I could get my pony license. So I ponied horses in the morning. And so just wow. kind of a little vicious cycle there. But, but my mom worked her tail off. My mom worked like I worked, but my mom worked so that we could have opportunity. I mean, she did. I yeah, have so was, many things. She was a, she was that is so yeah. unbelievable. I never knew that about you. Really? No. Yeah. Do you think that's a big part of why you're you're on this quest to to help other people and to, to just try and leave your mark and make everything better than you left it? It's just because of that upbringing well, and how hard you had to work. And I think the hard part is that, yeah, having to work that hard and knowing that I would be nothing without people giving me those opportunities. I would be nothing without that. And turning around and trying to work so hard to try to have a place that I could do the same for everyone. Yeah. But then having to find that balance of I had to say no. So then now I I I battle day in, day out with this guilt of, okay, but now I'm not helping anyone. Oof. Does that make sense? Yeah, like and so absolutely. it's it's a it's for a sure. constant turmoil because I'm like, well, I wanted this so bad so that I could return these favors that were given to me. But now if I did that, now I'm taking away from my family it just it's a constant battle of what is right and what is wrong you know and what what should I be doing what should I be doing and so I just keep thinking that that time when it's that time it will come and it will fall into place when it's the time that I have that I can set one thing aside add the other like it there's been so many times that I I mean I have already opened my home to people when they'd be in time well obviously I'm never going to not help someone yeah. if they need if they really need the help but just you know there's just always a battle in this absolutely. crazy little head of mine absolutely do you think that's an advantage coming from such humble beginnings like in in do you think that that has been the driving force earlier you said feel fear of failure is what drives you mm-hmm. do you think that's an advantage in what you've done where some kids and there's still going to be some really talented people but when they come up and they've got big rigs right out of the gate and they've got the best horses right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that is a disadvantage at times for competitors? Even I, though it seems like that would be like, that's the graviest way to do it. But yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think there's all different ways to do it. And I think that a lot of responsibility falls on parents and the people that, you know, raise kids a certain way. Um, it, ultimately, it's about being understanding the value in something. You know, I remember my mom getting so mad at me because for whatever reason, from the time I was young, 
I would look and I would see these girls when we'd show up to places or these kids and it's like they had their starch pants on and I thought those starch pants looked so nice and their shirts looked so nice. Like they were just, you know, they'd been to the cleaners and, and, yeah. and it, they just looked so professional. And then I'd look and I'm like, well, that professional athlete, you know, that professional rodeo person looks like that. And, you know, it just looked so nice. And so we weren't going to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I would buy my can of starch and I had my iron and she would get so mad at me because we would be late to doing something. And I'm <laughs> ironing and creasing my jeans to like leave for the rodeo. And she is so mad at me because I was so particular about the things that I had and how I took care of those. Mine came from wanting to have more and not having it. Yeah. But I think that if you can raise kids in such a way to be appreciative and then understand how you do that, I have no idea. It, this is this is I'm serious. I mean, I don't know how that happens because you see people that that came from a lot of opportunity that mm -hmm. have that grit and they Absolutely. have that appreciation, yeah. and you know, and all that stuff. But and then you see people that got it from not having it. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. what is that about someone? If you could answer that, great. Because I have kids. That, you know, like I still don't know the answer I have no on kids. how I'm, that's on, my biggest on how it, it's terrifying. Yeah. Parenting is terrifying. That's it really why is. It's we're, so hard. We are not in a hurry to do it. It's yeah. so hard. I'm like, I don't know how to yeah. get through a day myself, let alone yeah. worry about another person. Yeah. It's the most rewarding thing you will ever do, but it is so challenging <laughs> because you're just terrified. Do it, Anthony. Sounds great. Do it anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do it anyways. <laughs> yeah. Brad, what are, what are the questions? So we established TLC, Spice Girls. Yeah. What is your okay? Here's a question, and I'm sorry, Brad, but oh, I think good, you buddy. should know the answer to this question. Love you it. back in the box at the American. Mm -hmm. What song are you want playing? Like, what's your hype song? Like, do you have speakers at your arena? No. Or do you? Are you like Buddy Hawkins? You wear AirPods? And I'll and I'll no. play TLC if that's what it takes. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> hey, you need to cut it whenever she goes one nine or whatever it is mm -hmm. one eight, however fast she needs to be. Don't go chasing waterfalls. I don't want no scrubs, Jackie. I don't want no scrubs. Oh my god! Ultimate hype song. What gets you jacked? Honestly, so some of the hype songs have been taken, but I seriously said if I ever got to pick my NFR song, you know, Eminem and Pink when they sing "Won't Back Down." I'm not a. What is it? Not everybody, come is take that, my hand. Um, no, it's. I'm not really, afraid. It's I'm not afraid. I don't think is pink. It? I don't think is pink. It? Oh wait, Eminem and Pink or Eminem yeah. and Rihanna? No, Pink. I swear. Let me play it for you. Play it up. <laughs> so, Brad, what have you learned about breakaway roping? Uh, it's a long way to the top. If you want to rock and roll, <laughs> and let's go ahead and add it to the NFR. Listen. It's a banger. You don't have that oh. one. I got that one. No, you don't. <laughs> I, no, I send Brad songs all the time. It. I'm like, look what I found. He's like, yeah, I got that five years 100%. ago. 100%. There's so many good ones, but honestly. And but that's your one, though. Well, I thought that one was pretty cool. What's the name of it? Won't Back Won't Down. Won't Back Down. Dumbass. <laughs> Listen, bro. Won't Back Down featuring Who unplugged Eminem. Who kept Jackie 15 minutes longer? Oh, my gosh. We have to let Jackie go. Why do you live in the past? 
because. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jackie. So mindset. We I feel like we've covered all of the things that we were going to cover, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I've learned. I never knew that about how you grew up. That's a great story. Like that makes me. I was already a giant fan, but that's. Yeah. I can relate. Like we we didn't have anything. My dad had specialty acts. We didn't have anything. And my I, this is my first bloomer I've ever had, and it's like, I'm, it's um it still doesn't seem real, um but thanks to Randy Bloomer and the Bloomer team and all that, but it's well you think for how nice it is you'd keep it a little more clean. It is very clean, <laughs> thank you. Don't wink at me after anyway. I didn't wink. We are going to talk. We're going to talk after this. Oh, I can't. Um, but I think that's just so inspiring because there's no limits to what people can accomplish. If you yeah. got that dog in you. Yeah, that's right. And if we've that's figured right. out anything, Jackie Crawford got that dog. <laughs> got that dog in her. <laughs> and she'll bite. <laughs> okay. Anyways, on that, far no- on, that. on that note, we want to say a giant thank you to Jackie and for sharing your wisdom, you. your heart. And I think we're going to need a part two of this because I'm, if we didn't cover all the bases whenever you unplugged it, just in case anybody had forgotten, Brad unplugged um, the entire board earlier so thanks for that brad Anthony i just didn't like so I just, mad I just i'm still like, very so mad it changed mad. and, and i wear so my I'm and you know emotional. why you know why i did it right because you're because in the beginning you were talking way too much yes <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't talking that's one of the reviews oh that's so rich one of our reviews great your, podcast. your grandmother's the one or your mom is the one that said that she's like i want to hear my celebrity son brad talk more she has never said that Read the post, anyways. We're not talking about this, <laughs> Jackie. Thank you so much. And uh, sorry we to... got into it. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry you had to be in here with us. It got awkward for a bit. I'm, I'm, don't worry about it. It's, <laughs> it's our bad. Jackie's. Oh, that's a, that's a nice. They use two know. by fours instead of one by ones. <laughs> thank you for coming on. We appreciate yeah. you. Uh, you were on the Cowboy Mafia hit list. Yeah. And uh, we're she is she was. Mm-hmm. That's right. We made a hundred of the most famous people that we all know. And you were, I forgot about that. You were on the list, and uh, I said to Anthony, I said, once they come on the podcast, when we finish, let's say something nope, cool like, do not. you've been you whacked. You said 100? We, yeah, we got. That would have been more impressive if it was like 10. No, no. A broad, we're a talking broad about number. Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. There's okay, Dana okay, White. Okay, now giant like, celebrities on there, Jackie. Like, no, wow, like, I made the top 100 of rodeo people. No. <laughs> no, 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 not we'll, rodeo. Like, we'll show it to her. This encompasses all, <laughs> like, all entities. I can't find it. Um, But, no, oh, there it is. So, Kid Rock, Cole Hauser, Luke Bryan, oh. Luke Combs, Morgan Wallen, Zach Bryan, Easton Corbin, you're Lady gonna Wilson. Other, you're going to give the other podcasters names. <laughs> but those are the kind of people on there, and okay, you were on I there. like this. And yeah, yeah like you were definitely on there, and thank you, for, thank you for being a part of this. Yeah. And uh, we wish you nothing but great things, because yep. you what them. you have given all of us, even just in this hour mm-hmm. and half, whatever, however long it's been, it's this is like, mm-hmm. I'm fired up and so thank you cool thank you guys for having yeah. me yeah and a big thanks to Fun. denim and velvet marketing jans and two thank you so much for everything you're doing with all of our marketing of course tour knives we're gonna have a code coming up uh here in the next episode where you can go and get a discount on core not tour knives it's a veteran owned and operated company out of california creating stuff that we use every day yeah and whether so, you want to cut it slice it dice it or just uh cut it in half okay <laughs> thank you to tour knives and uh, also <laughs> 
to Brad just for being Brad, and I, I can't even stay. I can't stay mad at you. I know. I can't stay mad at you. I know. All right, until next time, if you remember nothing else, make sure that you download this episode. Make sure you rate us. Make sure you subscribe. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram as well. We've got a website coming. That's right. And so be looking for that. And we're going to have some merch coming up soon. I know we've said that about a year ago, but turns out... But it's really coming. It actually it's, is. It's hard to design merch. It is hard to design yeah. merch, but we have a... We have a... What is it called? A trademark now? Yeah, we, yeah, we trademark. have a trademark now. So anyways, we're we're rolling and going. And thank you to everybody who's listening. Remember nothing else. Remember this. Be thankful for the ones beside you. Be thankful for the God above you. And be thankful for the light before you. I'm Anthony Lucia. That's Brad Narducci. Thank you to Jackie Crawford. We'll see you next time. Come to those who wait in line I've been breaking these walls in my mind